الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا المصطفى أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لقد كان في قصصهم عبرة لأولي الألباب وقال تعالى في مقام آخر وَكُلًّا نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ مِنْ أَنْبَاءِ الرُّسُلِ مَا نُثَبِّتُ بِهِ فُؤَادَكَ وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الحياء والإيمان قرنا جميعا فإذا رفع أحد ما رفع الآخر وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام والحياء شعبة من الإيمان أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم من رسبة الأليزم برادز the first and most important need of every human being is hidayat and guidance quran sharif allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned many asbab and many means through which a person can get hidayat and guidance if a person has hidayat from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then in this world also he will behave correctly and if he leaves this world with hidayat and guidance then forever in the hereafter he will be successful this hidayat and guidance is so important in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah ta'ala has made it necessary for us in every rakat of every salat to make dua for hidayat. Ihdinas sirat al-mustaqim. So this hidayat which Allah ta'ala wants from us and desires from us and without which we can never be successful, one of the asbab and means that Allah ta'ala has mentioned in the Quran through which we will gain this hidayat and guidance is by pondering over the incidents of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam and deriving lessons from them. In the ayat of Quran which I read in the khutbah, Allah Ta'ala says, لَقَدَ كَانَ فِي قَصَصِهِمْ عِبْرَةٌ لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ In the incidents of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam is ibrat and lesson for the intelligent. مَا كَانَ حَدِيثًا يُفْتَرَى وَلَكِنْ تَصْدِيقَ الَّذِي بَيْنِ يَدَيْهِ وَالتَّفْسِيلَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَهُدَوْ وَرَحْمَةً لِقَوْمِ يُؤْمِنُونَ of the incident of the Anbiya. And amongst these benefits is in these incidents is hidayat and guidance for you. In other ayat of Quran, Allah Ta'ala says, وَكُلَّنَّ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ مِنْ أَنْبَاءِ الرُّسُلِ مَا نُثَبِّتُ بِهِ فُؤَادَكَ Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, due to the mocking and the difficulties that the Quraysh had placed on him, it had taken a toll on him. One means through which Allah Ta'ala used to make the heart of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam firm, was through the instance of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam. So the instance of Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam are very important for us. And a great tool and means for which we can gain hidayat and guidance. Today inshallah we will speak about an incident which is mentioned in Quran, one ruku of Quran, which deals with two Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam, Nabi Musa alayhi salam and Nabi Shu'ib alayhi salam. Nabi Musa alayhi salam prior to receiving nubuwat, he had fled when he had heard that Fir'aun was intending to execute him. So he had left, Allah Ta'ala speaks in Quran, that he had left without, and he set off in the direction of the place known as Madian. And when he had approached this town of Madian, Allah Ta'ala says, he had come to the watering hole of Madian, where the people would bring the animals, their sheep and flocks to, to water them, give them water to drink. 
He found a great number of people watering the animals, giving their flocks water to drink. The after Allah Ta'ala says that Nabi Musa salam found that there were two women who were staying aloof from the rest of them, the shepherds. They also had flock of sheep with them. But they were not giving their flock of sheep water to drink. They were staying aloof. So Nabi Musa salam, with worry and concern, which was found in the life of Anbiya salam, kindness in his heart, worrying what is the problem, what is the matter, that these women are not taking their sheep and their flock to give them water to drink. So he asked them a question. What is the matter with you? What is the reason you are holding back your flock from taking the water? While the other shepherds are going to feed and giving the water, give their flocks water to drink. So the response of the, these women, who were the daughters of Shayb salam, La naspi hatta And in this is the first lesson for talk today. The response of these girls, that they said, we will not give our animals water to drink until the shepherds take their animals away. Until they move away, we will not go forward. One important reason that the ulama ikram have mentioned is because they did not want to intermingle, they did not want to mix with the shepherds. And immediately after that, they explained the reason that them being women, why are they out of the home? Wa kabir. Our father is a very old man. The word sheikh in Arabic means old man. And when they added the quality of kabir, very, very old man, so old that he cannot do the work himself. So out of necessity, we who are supposed to be at home, we have come out of the home, this is only because of necessity. Today, unfortunately, many feel that the place of the woman is out of the home. But we understand from Quran and Majid that the place of the woman is in the home. Only if they have a dire necessity, then they should leave the home. This is the lesson we learned from the daughters of the Nabi, daughters of Shaybah alayhi salam. So Musa alayhi salam, with that worry and kindness in his heart that the Nabi had, like Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi salam, this was before Nubuat, before the Nubuat of Musa alayhi salam. Similarly, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi salam, before his Nubuat also, those beautiful and sublime qualities were found in his heart, where he was a man of the people, and he would go out of his way to assist the people. Famous incident we know, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi salam came back from the, the cave of Hira, and he was very, very scared, very frightened. What were the words of consolement that our beloved mother, Hazrat Khadija radiallahu anha, gave him? She enumerated his sublime qualities through which the people will never kick him out of, his, of the town. So these qualities were found even before Nubuat. So similarly in the life of Musa salam, the beautiful quality of worry and concern, kindness and compassion was found. So he went forward after the shepherds had moved their flock away. It was the habit of the shepherds, they would take the boulder out of the well, off the well give the animals water to drink and place it back. These women, because they were weak, natural trait of the women, so they could not remove the boulder themselves. So what they would do is they were left over water, around the watering hole, they would make their animals drink that and they would go away. Musa salam went forward. Allah Ta'ala blessed the Nabi with immense strength. What ten men had to, needed to use their strength to take the boulder? One Nabi, Musa salam, he took the boulder off the watering hole himself. And he fed the flock of sheep on behalf of these girls. And he let them go. In this way, he had served them. 
After he had done this, the woman, they had the two girls, they had taken their animals and got back home. So Allah Ta'ala mentions in Quran Majid, فَسَقَالَهُمَا ثُمَّ تَوَلَّى إِلَى الظِّلْ فَقَالَ رَبِّ إِنِّي لِمَا أَنزَلْتَ إِلَيَّ مِنْ خَيْنِ فَقِيرٍ After he had watered and given their animals water to drink, they had proceeded, he had turned away, gone into one shady place, and he had turned to Allah in dua. Now, just to understand, what, is the, what was the need? What was his need at that time? Nabi Musa had fled from Egypt. He had been hungry for seven days. He was barefoot. In this condition, he had assisted these two girls. Now, because of extreme need, he was desperate. He turned to Allah in dua. Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin faqeer. Oh my Rabb, I am desperately in need of whatever good you grant me. I am desperately in need of whatever good you grant me. This is one dua that we should learn and we should implement and bring into our life. We are in need of Allah's favors all the time. And we will ask Allah Ta'ala in this method, the method of the Anbiya, humility, showing our desperation, showing our nothingness. Allah Ta'ala very, very readily will accept our dua. Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin faqeer. Oh my Rabb, I am desperately in need of whatever good you grant me. So these girls had went home. Normally they would take long to come because they would wait for all the shepherds to finish. Day after they would, feed, they would give their flocks water to drink. Today Musa assisted assist them very quickly. So when they returned home, the father, Nabi Shaib salam, he was quite surprised that today you have returned very early. What is the matter? What is the reason? So that he narrated the incident that a certain person had come, he had seen our plight, he had assisted us, due to that we had come back quickly. So Ulema Ikram have explained that we understand from this that the parent has to also have, always have a watchful eye over the children. Know where they are, who they are with, what they are doing. Otherwise tomorrow when something goes wrong, we will have no one to blame besides ourselves. Imagine the Nabi of Allah, he is so worried about his daughters. They came a bit early, he questioned them. What is the reason you came early? Watchful eye over the children. Today, unfortunately, sometimes our children are returning after midnight, but there's no worry and concern in our hearts. That where have they been, what they were doing. So this worry and concern, this is a responsibility that Allah has, blessed, has granted us as parents. On the day of Qiyamah, we'll be questioned regarding our children. So we have to be, we all have a watchful eye over them. We cannot complain later if we do not make the tarbiyat and look after them and nurture them and see that they are on the correct path. So we learned this lesson from the Nabi, Nabi Shaib alayhi salam. So after this, when he had heard the incident, he realized he's a very good person. So I need to recompense him, I need to show my gratitude to him, which is also an important aspect of our life. When someone does good to us, we should, we should express our thankfulness to them. So he sent one of the daughters. Again, he couldn't go on his own. So again, the necessity, he sent one of the daughters. Before two daughters had left, because two were required to feed the flock, to give the flock water to drink. Now only one was required. So he only sent one daughter to go and call the man in time to come. So Allah, Allah Ta'ala mentioned in Quran, the walk of the daughter of Shaykh alayhi salam. Only place in Quran where Allah describes the walk of a woman. Allah describes it in this incident to show us what is the demand of Shariat regarding the woman. What does Shariat ask the woman to be, which manner they ask them to behave. One of the two daughters came to him, walking bashfully, walking with the highest level of modesty. This was not her place, her place was not out of the home. 
Her place was in the home because it was the command of the father. She had to leave. But when she left, she left in a modest manner, just in a correct manner, walking in a, in a manner which wasn't catching people's attention. She came to him. Day after she spoke to him, how should a woman speak? Where is it necessary for a woman to speak to a man? How should she speak? Quran Sharif teaches us. Shouldn't be a long drawn affair. Should be precise, clear to the point. Short but not sweet. Show a few words, complete message. My father is calling you to recompense you for your assistance of feeding our animals, giving our animals water to drink. Complete message, very short. So, Nabi Musa responded to the request of Nabi Shuaib and went with the daughter. Now, there are two ways you could have went. One is, she was the one who knew the way. He was from Egypt. Madian was not his place. He did not know anyone here. He didn't know any place here. So she would have to walk in the front as normally a person who is a guide goes in the front. And the person who does not know the area has to follow. But Nabi Musa salam, what was his extreme precaution? The Nabi of Allah is teaching us that we need to be cautious at every moment. Not one moment of our life we drop our guard. That one drop of our guard could be disastrous. We could never come out of it. So she, he told her that I will walk in the front. You will walk behind me. When there is a need for me to turn, you won't even say anything. You will just throw a stone in that direction. Look at this precaution. Does not want to listen to the voice of the woman. Does not want to walk behind a woman. Walk in front, but at the same time reach the destination. So we understand how important it is. Today we take it very lightly. Interaction with the with the opposite gender, freely talking, freely mixing. But this is very disastrous for our iman. We do not know at which point shaitan will put that waswasa, that whisper in our heart, and our heart could be engulfed with infatuation for a woman, with love for the woman. Our whole deen will get destroyed. So at every moment precaution, wherever we are, wherever we are going, not to be in seclusion with a woman. The third person, when two male and female, strange male and female are together, third is shaitan. Even if the greatest of the people were together, shaitan won't leave them. In, to explain this, one of our ulama mentioned, even if Hassan Basri, great tabi'i, and Rabia Basriya, great woman of the past, they were in seclusion, shaitan won't even leave them. So we should not think that we are okay, we, we be, should not become complacent. At all times you should worry and be worry and concerned. Never to be in seclusion. Never to interact and intermingle with women without necessity. And if there is a necessity to take the extreme precaution, like how we learn from Nabi Musa alayhi salam. So Nabi Musa alayhi salam had gone to, the, to, to where Nabi Shaib alayhi salam was, was, was based. And he told, he told him the reason that he had fled from Fir'aun. That's why he had come to this area. He's new in this area. So Nabi Shaib alayhi salam he settled his fears and he told him, Najota min al You have been saved from the oppressive people. This area where we are based, Madian, is out of the jurisdiction of Fir'aun. He cannot reach you, he cannot touch you here. You are quite safe now. There's no problem. Now these daughters of Nabi Shuaib salam, after seeing the strength of Nabi Musa salam, and the trustworthiness of Nabi Musa salam. The strength was seen at the time when he had removed the boulder on his own, fed all the animals on his own. 
And the trustworthiness was seen at the time when he was coming, not wanting to walk behind the woman. So one of the daughters had told the father, Ya abadi sta'jir, inna khayra man sta'jarta al-qawiyyul ameen. Oh father, oh beloved father, hire this man, hire him. We have to do the work against our desires. We have to, because of need, we have to leave the home. It's not our work. But this is a man who has two qualities. Both qualities which are required in an employee. One is he can do the work. And secondly, not only that, but he is amanat dar, he is trustworthy. He will not deceive you. So, Ya Abad Istajir, Inna Khayra Man Istajartar Qawiyun Amin. The best of those who you can hire, the best of employees are those that have two qualities. They are able to do the work and they are trustworthy. Today, unfortunately, not talking about disbelievers. Amongst the believers also, these two qualities to be found in one person has become rare. A person may be able to do the work, but we cannot trust him. Sometimes a person is trustworthy, but not able to do the work. So these are two qualities. Whenever we are employing someone or hiring someone to do some work, we should keep both these qualities in front of us. person must be able to do the work also, but he must be trustworthy. Sometimes he'll do the work very well, but when time comes to pay, the amount that he told you in the beginning, change now. And he will, uh, he will tell, give a lot of explanations. More work came about, this was, this cost, this cost. But even though you all agree at the beginning, he will change it. So he was able, but he was not trustworthy. And you'll get someone who's trustworthy, but he'll do the work. And after a few days, you'll have to do the work again. So these two qualities we should look for whenever we're hiding anyone to do any work. So Nabi Shaib alayhi salam, when he had heard this request of one of his daughters, immediately he questioned her. He didn't just take a word for it. How do you know that he is trustworthy? And how do you know that he has the strength to do the work? Again, the watchful eye of the parent. This is the male we're talking about. You as a female, not supposed to know about the male. Today, we are living in a world which is very strange. When a man looks at a woman, he is considered to be at fault. That how is it possible for you to look at the woman? Just as an example, if we are traveling with our spouses, with our wives in a car, and there is a woman walking on the side of the road, we're not supposed to look at the woman. But if we tell our wife, so-and-so woman, we describe, we tell, we tell our wife who this woman is, so-and-so woman is walking on the road. What will be the response of our wives? How do you know who that woman is? They will take a very great offense. You as a male, not supposed to look at women, supposed to lower your gaze. How can you recognize this woman? But let us reverse the roles. If we are driving on the road, and there's a man walking on the side of the road, and our wife descri- describes the man to us, so-and-so person is walking, will our response be the same as our wife's response to us? Today, even the men of the ummah have forgotten that the command of Allah of lowering the gaze is not only applicable to the men, it's also applicable to the women. Quran Sharif, Allah explicitly says, the general command of Allah in Quran is, Allah addresses the men, and the women are indirectly also commanded. But there are certain places in Quran, where Allah addresses both male and female, separately to show the importance of the command. And when it comes to lowering the gaze, Allah Ta'ala separately commands the woman to lower the gaze. Separate command for a woman that is also lower their gaze. So this command, the woman have to understand, but we as the husbands, as the fathers, as the brothers, also have to also understand that just as we have to lower our gaze, the woman have to also lower the gaze. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa in his Mubarak lifetime, he taught this lesson to his own wives, our beloved mothers, Ummahatul Mu'mineen. Two wives of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam were in his company. Abdullah ibn Umi Maktoum, radiallahu anh, 
the great sahabi of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, blind sahabi, he entered the company of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam told his wives to move away. So what was their response? They told Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, but he is blind, meaning that he cannot see us. What was the reply of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Amiyawani antuma, are you also blind? Do you also? You you can you he cannot see all, but you can see him. This was a lesson that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught his own beloved wives. The wives of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam are beloved mothers. They are the role models for the Muslimah, for the women of the Ummah. That Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi corrected them, but it's a lesson for the Ummah till Qiyamah. Just as the men have to lower the gaze, the women have to lower the gaze. Nabi Shayb Alaihi Salaam, what will I his daughter? How do you know? How do you know that this man is a strong man? How do you know that he is a trustworthy man? So she explained that when we, at the watering hole, he was he, alone, one man out, he was able to move the boulder, feed our, give our flock water to drink. And secondly, when I was coming, I'm supposed to be the guide, I'm supposed to be in front. He commanded me to be behind him, not even to tell me to turn right or left, but he, he, just to throw a stone in that direction. What level of amanat dari, what level of protection and precaution was found in Nabi Musa salam? After hearing this, Nabi Shayb salam was quite impressed. With the beautiful qualities, sublime qualities of Nabi Musa alayhi salam, was not a Nabi at that time. So he offered him to work for him. That I give you a prop- I propose to you that you work for me. And there are two options. One of, either one of the two options you choose, you are at, at liberty to choose it. Wallahu alaman aqul wakil. Two offers he was given to work for Nabi Shayb alayhi salam. So in response he told him, whichever one I choose, whether it's eight years, whether it's ten years, whichever of the options I choose, you, you cannot take me to task. Whatever I choose, you should leave me at that. So the ulama ikram explained here also, that the anbiya are teaching us, that when we deal, we should be very clear in our dealings. We should not leave any scope for doubt. Because later it lead to a problem. So Nabi Shayb and Nabi Musa Nabi Shayb made a proposal. Nabi Musa accepted a proposal but was very clear in his dealings. When Nabi Musa had come to Madian, initially, Nabi Shayb wanted to recompense him. Offered him a meal to eat. What was the response of Musa Nabi Musa salam, he declined from eating the meal that was offered to him. And he told Nabi Shayb salam, we do not do actions to be recompensed in this world. We do actions only for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the response of Nabi Shayb is also a lesson. He told him, I'm not feeding you to recompense you for your act, for your act of goodness. I'm feeding you because it is our nature to be hospitable, that when we guests come to our home, we feed them. In one incident, two lessons we learn. The ikhlas and sincerity of Nabi Musa salam, that to do for Allah's pleasure, do for Allah's pleasure, Allah will give us of His treasure. Do for Allah's pleasure alone. Don't have a desire to be recompensed in this world. And the second is, when guests come to our home, we should be hospitable. It's not necessary that it has to be a very big affair, grand affair. Today, unfortunately, we don't want guests to come home. Because when the guests come home, we have to have a grand affair. Even if we offer them something simple, we'll be fulfilling that their rights and we'll be getting the sahab of feeding and honoring our guests. 
So both the Nabi are teaching us to have ikhlas and sincerity also and to always be hospitable. And Nabi Shayba was so impressed with Nabi Musa a.s. He also had given his one daughter, Hazrat Safura radiallahu in marriage to Nabi Musa a.s. And after this incident, Nabi Musa a.s. and his respected wife had left. So just to recap very quickly, this one ruku of the 20th Jews of Quran, Allah Ta'ala speaks of the incident of Nabi Musa a.s. when he had gone to Madian. And from amongst the lessons that we learn from this incident, the first is that when he had come and he had seen the woman aloof, we'll understand that the woman's place is at home only for the necessary should leave the home. And when they're out of the home, they should be extra cautious not to intermingle with men, like how the daughter of Nabi Shaykh show us. Second lesson, Nabi Musa salam, when he had seen the need of the time was to look, fulfill the need of these women, that is to give their animals water to drink. He didn't say, he didn't let them do it themselves. He took over the responsibility and he did it and he fulfilled the need of the time. This is also a very important lesson. We will see different occasions in our life. Allah will present us with different opportunities of kindness, of goodness. We should seize the opportunities. We do not know hidden behind which good action of ours will be our najat and our, our salvation akhirah. We have heard before, a loose woman had attained a jannah just by feeding a thirsty dog. Despite her wrongs, Allah Ta'ala had granted her forgiveness because of one very important act of kindness. That opportunity had arisen and said, seize the opportunity. So we also should look out for opportunities to be kind, to look, to look after people, to show our, make khidmat for people. We do not know behind which action with ikhlas and sincerity, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep our najat and our salvation. And thereafter, the next lesson, turning to Allah in dua, desperate, being, showing our desperation and humbleness, like how Nabi Musa alayhi salam mentioned, Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayhi min khayrin faqir. Next lesson is the daughter of Shaykh alayhi salam, walking with modesty, only coming out again out of the home, out of her extreme need and necessity. And then, the modesty of Nabi Musa alayhi salam, the trustworthiness of Nabi Musa alayhi salam, when going, making her walk behind him, and not even talking to him, but just indicating by throwing a stone. And after he came to Madian, to the place of Nabi Shaib alayhi salam, when Nabi Shaib alayhi salam was based, the two qualities that need to be found in the employee, which are found in him, one is to be qawi, to be strong, to be able to fulfill the work, and at the same time to be trustworthy, have amanat dari, to be truthful, not to be deceitful. And the last lesson is the lesson of being clear in our dealings, that Nabi Shaib alayhi salam had proposed very clearly an offer to work for him, and in very clear words, Nabi Musa alayhi salam accepted in a way that if I choose either option, you cannot reproach me, you cannot have anything against me, I will choose whatever I want, and you will allow me to leave. So my respected elders and brothers, as we had mentioned in the beginning, our greatest need, our first need and most important need is hidayat. And Allah Ta'ala has men- mentioned in Quran many many asbab of hidayat, means to get hidayat, and one great means is that we read the incidents of the Anbiya والسلام, and we derive lessons from them. In one incident, one ruku of Quran, Allah Ta'ala has kept so many different lessons. May Allah Ta'ala grant me tawfiq firstly, grant us all tawfiq to imbibe these beautiful lessons of Quran and to pass it on to others.